My name is Paul, and I'm a comic book geek. My name is Hugh, and I'm an all-purpose geek. My name is Corbs, and I'm a sports geek. My name is Jack, I'm a history geek. This is GeekPod. Welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. I'm Corbs. I'm Lana. Welcome back, guys. Let's jump right into it. Gentlemen, what's got you geeked? Well, what has me geeked this week is I am currently unemployed. For the first time in eight years. No claps, no applause, no anything. Yay. Thank you. Typically, that doesn't come with applause. They usually come with a, holy fuck, what? There was was some holy fuck moments at first, but, uh, you know, without going into detail, because I wouldn't do that, uh, I have felt very tired and dragged out and not very energetic, and I've been working long hours, like you know, and it, it feels like maybe it was time for a change anyway, but I think everybody says that when something like this happens, Uh, but... I'm looking forward to exploring, you know, something else. Because I've expressed in the past, is a young kid going to come in and buy a cell phone from a guy with gray hair, you know, who's you know, in his early 50s? You know, is there an expiration date on kind of doing this kind of a job anyway? Uh, so it gives me a chance to do something else. Uh, also been giving me time to th- come up with some great ideas for GeekPod, right, Paul? I'm liking it, yes. Yeah, yeah, we have some yeah. cool things on the horizon. Yeah, uh... So you know, it's it's there's there's the potential. There's always potential for something better and maybe something a little more fulfilling. So um, not getting down about it. Uh, looking forward to seeing what happens next. Outstanding. So Great. stay tuned for for that big things to come. Hopefully, hopefully for you. Thank you. What? <laughs> you, you, you're staring at me again. You do know we're recording the podcast yes. now, right? Okay. I'm <laughs> sure. Is that what it is? He didn't say action. Maybe you were confused. Right. <laughs> is that what I need? Do I need to get a clapboard for now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's got me geeked is uh, I'm taking my first summer vacation with my son in three weeks. Awesome. We're going down to my uh, aunt's in Virginia. Very we cool. A, we got a uh, condo. My aunt got a condo for uh, for the family. We're down this uh, really nice lake. We're, when we were down there in November for Thanksgiving, we went out and took a look at this this place my mom and sister and everybody went so we're going there uh four or five days something like that we're leaving uh the 25th of july i'll be back august 1st uh we're gonna it's just gonna be a kind of chill relaxed week uh jet skis laying out on the, the the lake the condo is literally right on the lake there our deck overlooks the, this lake so i can't wait is it on the lake it's actually on the lake. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's actually right on the lake. So it's on the lake. That's yeah, on the lake. Okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> I think we have the title. <laughs> it's on the lake. <laughs> so you have to go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> on the lake? <laughs> yeah, on the lake. <laughs> so yeah, so that's what's got me geeked. That's I, very I cool. can't wait. So, so Lana, we're, we're told there's there's a story you want to tell for your what, what's got you geeked. Okay, so they can't see me, but I have bright red hair at the moment, and. I was camping last week, and we, I was walking down On the lake? No. <laughs> <laughs> last time, honest. Yeah, I'm sure it's not the last time. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, you were camping last week with your bright red hair. Okay, so I was walking down the street, and this old man looks at me, and he goes, Look, there's Iron Man! He's <laughs> <laughs> looking directly at me. <laughs> Well, that just shows how much the MCU uh, or the Marvel Cinematic Universe has gotten even the old people now know who Look Iron Man that. is. That's amazing. That is. So you should be flattered by that. Of course, she said an old guy. He could have been like thirty-three. Good point. <laughs> no, he has like is. gray hair and like. No, like all of it was gray. You know that does happen to some people. Yes. And you know, that is apparently a choice now. I, I saw people at the office. Yeah, it's a trend. Yeah, why? Why is this a thing? Like, what? Because what, like, it looks sophisticating. Like, Dyeing your hair gray. Like, what? Yeah, this is a thing. It's a thing. It looks good on some people. Yeah, they're called old people. Um, Us, I mean. You don't understand. Yeah, I, mean, I know I have the Reed no, Richards actually, going on. I talking about mine. Oh. Mine, yeah. Because I do, I have the Reed Richards starting. <laughs> Reed Richards. That sounds like a dirty sex move. <laughs> I spun around and I gave her the Reed Richards. <laughs> okay, maybe there's the name of the episode. Give <laughs> her the Reed Richards. Give her the Reed Richards on the lake. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, I'm sorry, was that the end of the story? Did. You basically got bullied by an old man. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. Well, shame on him, but you know, good on him for knowing who Iron Man is. But why does he doesn't have bright red hair? Iron Man does not have bright red hair. He has a bright red helmet. helmet. It's yeah, but not that red. No, it's. It was hot rod red. They called it in the first movie. Yeah. Granted, it's more muted when you actually look at it, but just go with it, damn it. You're Iron Man. Christ. <laughs> will you give her a light up chest while you're at it? Okay. Jeez. Wait. <laughs> Strike that. I didn't say that. No. Yes. I want to draw attention to that. She does a good enough job on her own. Actually, there's a woman with, um, with such large breast implants that if you put a flashlight to them, they glow. Okay. <laughs> Where is this? <laughs> I'm gonna go with adult world. <laughs> well, I'm sure it was something on the internet. Oh, Everything's okay. on something on the internet. It was days. on um, YouTube. It's like TLC. Which is on the internet. There you go. <laughs> it was like a TLC thing. Sure. So it's one of those like freak of the week shows. She yeah. was on there with her glow in the dark boobies. TLC, the light up cans. What? <laughs> <laughs> So apparently I'm following that story with what's got me geeked. Please. And that is the 
premiere of our next MCU movie, Ant-Man. Very excited to see this. I know that's not something that should be said in a full sentence. I'm excited to see Ant-Man. But, I mean, have you guys seen the trailers for this? I've seen great. some of them, and I know it's tracking to do, what, $65 million opening, which is right on par with, like, Captain America and Thor, so they're saying it's another hit. That's what I'm hoping. I, I hope it does well. I, I'm curious, because I think this is going to be much more in the vein of your Guardians of the Galaxy, where there's going to be a lot more slant towards humor. Because, honestly, with a guy that can shrink, I mean, what else are you going to go with there? And Paul Rudd is a superhero. That, that, that's got me curious. Yeah, I bet people said the same thing. Robert Downey Jr. is a superhero. That's true. Yeah. yeah but, but I mean, think I about remember, it. I actually remember when yeah. he was uh, signed on to do Iron Man, people were like, really? Robert Downey Jr.? See, I saw it more as, hmm, Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark, a raging alcoholic. I can see that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Place the part well. well. You know, the international uh, previews for that kind of spoiled something. I don't know if you want to be spoiled. You love to be spoiled, don't you? I do. I um, to be apparently, too. apparently Falcon's in the movie. Real? Is that the the nod to the Avenger they were talking about? Yeah, I, I don't know if that's it specifically, but uh, I know people were pretty pissed off that the international preview kind of ruined them on it because they didn't want to know that. I don't know if he has a major part or anything, but... Which is interesting. interesting. <laughs> 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 nice. H- have you seen Age of Ultron yet? No. Okay. <laughs> No, but you have seen Jurassic World. I have seen Jurassic World. Yes. We took that in the other night. Yes, we did. Actually, I, I don't know. I kind of liked it. I enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. Anything else? Wow. <laughs> yeah, so well, I guess we're keeping this one spoiler. We're keeping it spoiler free, I guess. <laughs> uh, no, it was really cool, especially if you're a fan of the original movie. Um, I caught a few nods back to the original which shouldn't come as a surprise because it's a sequel. But, I mean, at one point, they're they're running through, and did you catch it? They uh, they went through the entrance from the original park. Is that what that... Okay, yeah, 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 it's like the old Jurassic Park entrance because the new one uh, is on the other side of the island. They built Jurassic World on the other side of Isla Nublar. Is that what it is? Something like that, yeah. So the old park is actually... On the other side of the island. By the lake. See, <laughs> <laughs> so you were right. I wasn't the last one. No. <laughs> is the old park still active in any no. way, shape, or form? Uh, no, it is very densely overgrown and destroyed. The shit is still there and works. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, because they, they get a Jeep <laughs> running from there. The old Jurassic Park Jeep. But they take you in through basically the, the scene where... The original movie ended where the the T-Rex was inside the building just trashing the place and uh, the banner comes floating down at the end of it. Yeah. They went out of their way to make sure they showed you that the kids picked up that banner. Yeah. They used part of that banner for for a torch. Yeah, for light. So yeah, they're they're definitely drawing attention to the fact that hey, look, you're in the old park. Yeah. And uh, we actually get to uh, visit with a featured character from the the original movie. Yep. I'm trying to keep it kind of spoiler free, but the movie's been out for a damn month, hasn't it? All for about for week three. Yeah, yeah, we're we're we want to go see it at the um, the drive-in, I guess. Nice. 
So we wanted to do that with the kids this summer. My wife actually really wants to see this movie in the theater. She likes Jurassic Park. It was very good. Yeah, I had a good time with yeah. it. The uh, the dinosaurs are fucking terrifying now because of the CGI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Isn't that what we said about the first one? Well, yeah, but now, you know... They had 20 years of CGI to that. Yeah. Uh, how was Chris Pratt? Awesome. Oh, I, uh... Lucky motherfucker is what he is. <laughs> Told him the same thing. How do you fall into two hit movies in the same summer? I mean, gra- granted, you know, Jurassic World would have been a hit no matter what, who was in it. I mean, I just... I said to him, I said, how do you fall into two hit movies in the, in the, in the same year? I mean... Rising, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and Jurassic World. I mean, he's pretty much now set for life. <laughs> Just in the franchises alone, yeah, yeah. going forward. Oh yeah, because yeah. he's gonna. What did, what did they say? They signed him up for six or something ridiculous. I for saw, I saw six th- Jurassic. I saw movies. three. I saw three so far. He's got signed on for three total so far. I'm sure they'll keep going because this one's made back. Well, what's interesting though is that uh, the. Other movies, I don't think they signed people necessarily to multi-move deals because they moved around. Clearly, he's going to be the main character now going forward. Yeah. That's something the Jurassic uh, Park series has not done before. Right. I and still think they need to bring back Alan Grant, damn it. Is he still alive? I forget. Sam Neill? Yes. Yeah, yeah he's, he's still alive. He's still alive. Not the actor, I mean the character. The character. Yeah, 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 he, yeah. he survived through it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah him and Laura Dern they, and uh, Jeff Goldblum. Pointed up in a helicopter there with the kids and the other That's confused because Sam Neill came back for the third one, right? Yep. Did he? See, I haven't seen the third one. I saw yeah. the original and now I saw Jurassic World. Oh, yes. you know there's two other movies. Yeah, I skipped those ones. <laughs> I smart, smart man. Were they bad? <laughs> they weren't good. Well, you, you, know, you know, I don't agree with that at all. No, I mean, all they weren't bad. Here's the thing. Jurassic Park was all about dinosaurs destroying stuff and people running and fleeing in terror and if you, you measure it against that bar I kind of feel like the three movies they run together to me because they're all the same thing I mean yeah the first one was really good because it was we'd never seen anything like right, that before it was the original I didn't watch the second and third ones and be like oh this isn't as good as the first it's just it's the same thing it was fine you know I watch them again I do a marath- Jurassic Park marathon yeah maybe that's what we should do Find a oh, bar to host us. We never actually follow through with any kind of viewing marathon crap we talk about. We need to do it. I think we can get people who want to get out and want to watch Jurassic watch Park. Watch a movie with us in a bar. I can think of three people who want to watch a movie with us. Are they you all in this room? Three people? No. Oh. With us as a collective group. I'm pretty sure I can name two of them off right now. Probably. <laughs> and if we don't, she's going to be very disappointed. There'd be Laura and Jack. That'd be too. I think we should get Sal to come up too. Maybe. What about tomorrow? She'd want to see a movie with me, possibly you. I don't know if she'd want to see a movie with everybody though. No. <laughs> I'm she not that bad. I can understand that. I'm okay with that. No, she actually probably would come with us. But I, I, I want to know if there is any interest there, like in doing like a, like a. Geekpod movie night and say somewhere like Dublin's, which is here in Liverpool. Well, well it's not like we're gonna. Well, you know, if we if we can get the same response on this that we get got on our Five Woods contest, it's gonna be a hit for sure. Definitely, and I think this is the last episode we're keeping that open for. So if you want the four pack of Five Woods tickets, get your iPad iPod reviews. 
iTunes reviews. This and iPod is too small. These iPod guys are great. Get the reviews in. Um, I think we do have a front runner already, but and I don't think it's Les Moonves. No. No. But let's move on. I think this podcast could use less moon dust. <laughs> Left one could have used less moon night, right? Yeah, actually. <laughs> so now that we're discussing it, um, I stopped in and saw the guys at Five Wits. And they told me that Deep Space is now open. And it's uh, it's tracking very well. They want to see us come back in and run through it and make asses of ourselves again. Okay. So. I don't think we made that big of an ass of ourselves. The last one we did, which one? The espionage one there. I still blame Jack for that. I blame Jack for everything. That's, that's right. <laughs> that's different stories. Because Jack happened. <laughs> I blame me for that because I'm thinking, oh, you know what? I can get through these. Yeah, the remember the lasers. <laughs> Man, I clearly am, am not as uh, my my mind does not see me as large as my body actually is because. <laughs> uh, I can get under that. Nope, nope, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> But still, I go back to the fact that Jack could not get through the lasers without tripping them. So, and Jack is like three pounds. Three pounds? That's where I'm going with it. Give or take. I, I, I would have said five, but. As <laughs> much as a wet noodle. <laughs> Alright, and I want to get out of the way while I'm thinking of it. I have a correction that I need to make. It came to my attention that uh, our good friend Al Sedano from the Resurrections and Adam Warlock and Thanos podcast. He's the guy from Wyoming, right? <laughs> New Jersey. He uh, he politely corrected us on his show and uh, let us know that he lives in New Jersey, not Ohio. So, sorry about that, Al. I'm going to totally blame... How do you get those two mixed up? They're completely different. They sound similar. No, well, they don't. Well, you know, Lana... Um, Paul the way we get it mixed up is because Paul said he came from Ohio. That's, that's our excuse. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was talking directly to Paul. Yes. So that that was all me. Uh, I listen to numerous podcasts, and I think one of the other ones must be from Ohio, and that's where I got it. So sorry, Al. Um. Yeah, that's all I got. Sorry. Yeah. Um, they didn't offer geography at ITT. No, they did not. Or a Jordan Albridge for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So what did you want to tell us about uh, this new show, Corbs? Well, okay. There's a new show on USA. It's called Mr. Robot. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I Google searched it last night and truly expected it to be some new techno band, but I was surprised that it was a TV show. Or, or maybe something on Adult Swim. I was thinking that too. <laughs> Uh, it's actually a pretty decent show. I, I, I saw the first episode. I, video, I DVR'd the second one. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. But uh, it's about this. Uh, it's about this guy. He's probably 22, 23. He's pretty much a computer savant. He works for a company called Allsafe. They do cybersecurity for multinational companies and shit like that. But at night, he is a vigilante hacker. So he will go out and if. He, if there's somebody that's messing with one of his friends, he goes on the internet and messes with their accounts and figures out where they are and he'll go and confront them. You know, anything from 
his psychologist is dating a guy who's married and he's lying to his wife about it and lying to her about it and he confronts him and gets him to um, basically fess up um, but uh, what, what the main thing of it is is he's just vigilante hacker um, the company he works for gets gets a, a, a virus that nobody can um, find and, and stop so they, they go to the main hub which I believe is in Washington him and his boss go down there and he finally finds this this virus in the, in the server at the last second stopped it from affecting the entire uh, company and they're basically losing millions and millions of dollars and as everybody's leaving he notices some script in there that is something that says you know leave the worm there type of thing and he kind of he kind of has like inner monologue in with himself about you know what should I do should I should I leave it should I leave it and then he you know they don't show it but he goes off and he gets home and there's some there's a bum in the street well you think it's a bum in the street that confronts him and says you know if you want to change the world follow me and he's kind of like well what the, what the fuck you know but he kind of says okay I'm gonna follow this guy because he seems kind of strange and so am I so it, and the, the character ends up being Christian Slater, which I'm sure everybody knows who Christian, who Christian Slater is. She probably doesn't. Nope. Okay, well. Uh, he, he's an a actor, big actor from the 80s. Um, that's probably why you don't know him. But, so, he, I mean, it goes about how they're trying to change the world and, and overthrow these multinational companies because they've got all the money and they control everything. And what it is is he, it, his inner monologue is do I or don't I? It's something where I want to change all this stuff, but do I want to do it this way as opposed to trying to do it my way? And it just goes around, and, and you know, he's got some social, he's got some social anxiety. He doesn't like being around people um, in crowded spaces. He doesn't like to be touched, stuff like that. Like he, nobody, nobody touches him. People touch him all the time, and like he freaks out and stuff like that. It's, it's kind of weird, but it's kind of a, a computer geek uh, TV show it's already been reviewed already been renewed for a second season even before wow. even before the first episode came out they renewed it for a second season wow yeah <laughs> so it's pretty good uh, like I said I haven't seen the second episode so I don't kind of know what's going on so far but it's definitely worth I mean if you if you like computers and you're into that kind of stuff it's definitely worth something worth checking out so it's on USA Wednesday night at 10 o'clock interesting so. And uh, I did see someone posted yesterday on Facebook that right now USA has episodes one and two both streaming off of their website if anyone wants to catch up. Uh-huh. Something that I may do. I may have to go check that out. It sounds kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, it does. I, I saw your screen light up there. Is it time for Hughes News? I wasn't sure where we were going since I don't have show notes here, so I was just getting prepared. Are you telling me it's time for Let's Hughes do News? It. All right, it is time for Hughes News. Now, with all the craziness that happened in my life this week, I, I found myself a bit unprepared. I did throw together a little something here, so if I don't seem quite as organized, it's because I did this all on Evernote, which is great. Evernote is a fantastic product for keeping yourself organized, but you have to scroll through stuff, and I prefer having a paper in front of me with all of the stuff clearly. So, first of all, uh, did you see the news that came out of the Image Expo in San Francisco this week? I did not. Okay, well, there is some big stuff. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn announced that himself and uh, Marcos Martin have uh, 
two projects going on. One of them is uh, a print edition of the Private Eye, which I guess is a, a digital comic, I believe they were doing. Um, but they're coming out with a print edition, and the reason they're doing that is because Robert Kirkman has been trying to get them to come over to their company and do that. Robert Kirkman, if you don't know who that is, he is the creator of The Walking Dead. Well, what it took for them to come over and start working with him is they get to do their own arc of The Walking Dead. Apparently that is going to be a digital um, digital comic, so it's not going to be... I don't necessarily think it's going to interfere or stop the, the regular run of the comic book. But it's interesting because, and I may be wrong here, uh, but I believe this is the first time somebody else has handled writing duties on anything Walking Dead when it comes to the comics. It's been 100% Kirkman so far. So he's letting Brian K. Vaughn, who is a fantastic creator and writer, take over the reins for his own little take on that. Kind of reminds me of what Garth Ennis did with uh, the Cross series. How he kind of started letting other people come in and do their own story arcs, and he comes back once every year or so to do something. So I'm excited about that. That looks interesting. Some of the other news this week, uh, Dan Slott has announced a lot of the major changes coming to the Spider-Man books. Basically, when this current event is over with, when Secret Wars is done, it would seem that Miles Morales is going to be the official Spider-Man of the uh, 616 universe, or whatever number we call it at that point. Uh, he is not going to be a Spider-Man bought or Spider-Man, you know, with any condition. He is Spider-Man. He's the normal, on-the-streets New York Spider-Man. So Peter Parker will no longer be that Spider-Man. But Peter Parker will still be Spider-Man. Um, he's going all uh, Batman Incorporated with this, apparently. Parker Industries, which last time we saw had kind of been uh, blown up a little bit, is apparently going to be uh, rejuvenated, and it's going to be raking in the money. And Spider-Man will be going global with lots of new high-tech toys and taking on a different kind of criminal. Uh, I don't know necessarily how I feel that about that. I mean, Batman Incorporated wasn't exactly a huge hit, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, commercially, I, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, but I found the stories very disjointed to have Batman suddenly in Japan. and It was just weird. Uh, we'll see how it goes, because uh, I have a feeling that... Uh, I mean, the, the big-time story arc was one thing, with Peter Parker finally you know, being successful in some things. Success on that level... I, he seems kind of contrary to the character, if that makes sense for anybody who's familiar with Peter Parker. They have said that uh, they're going to refer to him as a, it's going to be a less angsty version of Tony Stark's Stark Industries. So it's going to be kind of like Stark Industries, but without, you know, Tony being all Tony, because that's what Tony is. Uh, finally, the last big news I have this week. Uh, Daredevil Season 2 is apparently going to be Daredevil versus the Punisher. Even though they've said that the Punisher isn't going to be the main focus, a lot of what they're going to be uh, doing is going to be based around the differences between how these two vigilantes um, do their thing. So he may not, he's not, I don't think he's necessarily going to be the big bad, but there is going to be a struggle with, you know, whose way is right, if you can even win that argument. Uh, I thought that that's, again, we talked about this before, that you wouldn't want to see this be the only place the Punisher ever appears because we'd like to have him in the broader Marvel Universe. When I was concerned if it was going to be a two-episode stint, I was concerned that that might be it. If they're really going to base the season around that, and I believe that they mentioned a particular, was it a Warren Ellis run or something? Uh, we're Daredevil and Punisher, you know, get faced off a lot. They're going to make it kind of a season-long thing that I can see that, you know, by the end of this, I and mean, you're not going to see Daredevil kill the Punisher, I don't think. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, so it's it's probably going to really establish the Punisher in the Marvel Universe so that, you know, we can see him on other places if they're going to have him be that big of a character. 
And that pretty much is what I have for news this week. There was quite a bit of stuff going on, so I'm sure I missed at least uh, one or two things. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to see a lot more news coming this this coming week yeah. with San Diego Comic Con rolling out for this year's festivities. Um, did we discuss in the last one that Disney is not bringing Marvel to... Uh, yes, we did. Okay, then I'm not going to rehash that. But it looks like Warner Brothers is going to have quite a presence there. Yeah. Uh, did you see they uh, they said that apparently in the new uh, movie, uh, Bruce Wayne and uh, Wonder Woman know each other? Like they know each other's secret identities? Entertainment Weekly did a big story. There were some video clips and stuff. And uh, from what it looks, what, they show, what they've shown, it looks like those two are already established that they know who the other one is. Interesting. I saw the the still of the two of them together. Yeah. And then Lex with long, flowing red hair. That's all I've seen from this so far. You you know, I just... It's so sad that Warner Brothers had to go and make Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner get a divorce. I know, that's rude. Also, he could sign on for all these Batman movies. That's (laughs) awful. Love has died, man. True love has died. That's his commitment to these movies, though. So everyone can step off the, the yeah. Batfleck hate. Yeah, if you think he isn't going to do it, you know, he left his wife for this, goddammit. <laughs> I mean, he kind of had to, though, because we can't have Batman married to Elektra. It just doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. Someone's going to end up just stabbing her in the chest anyway. So. Well, they already did. They should do it again. <laughs> Possibly in a better movie this time. <laughs> So what do we have on deck, Bob? I have two other things left I wanted to do. I have our comics recommendations on my WTF. So the rest we can just fill in with whatever else you guys got on your mind. Well, me and my dad, I think it was last night, we watched The Walking Deceased. (laughs) This is the parody one, right? It is, Yeah. yeah. They they had bits from um, Shauna Shauna the Dead, um, Zombie Land. Wait wait wait! How, how do you you put Shaun of the Dead into a they they were at the one? zombie strip bar, and there were two guys. One was Ed and one was Shaun. <laughs> it was English great. Accents. It was great. Well, you know what happened is uh, I I hadn't even heard about this movie, and I just I, I the night that I found out about it is the night we watched it, <laughs> nice. and. I kind of was hoping for a straight up uh, send off of, or send up, I'm sorry, of The Walking Dead. And while there's clearly a lot lot of that there in the main character, it was more a send up of a lot of different zombie movies. So it wasn't strictly The Walking Dead. Um, But it's it's one of those things, you watch those B movies and a lot of times you come away going, oh, that was awful. This was not uh, an amazing movie, but I don't feel bad that I watched it. It was entertaining (laughs) enough. Yeah. Yeah. There, there were some great like, like the character who was supposed to be Daryl in this movie. He dresses like him, talks like. Interestingly, like, did you notice, Lana, that that guy, even though he's a complete buffoon, his mannerisms and the way he said stuff was very. He clearly studied Norman Reedus's performance because he he was emulating. He wasn't just dressed like him. He was emulating him, and he had a little tiny Nerf crossbow that shot <laughs> Nerf bolts. And all throughout the entire movie, people are like, "Why do you keep playing with that toy?" And he keeps trying to shoot zombies. 
with these toy arrows. <laughs> it just uh, doesn't get it that it's not going to work, and it, like, and it hits a zombie in the foot. He's like, almost got him. <laughs> I, uh, Did you talk about the half-naked man in the beginning of the movie? Oh, God, yeah. No, I don't want to talk about that. It was Rick, and... He fell off the bed and <laughs> wasn't wearing anything but a hospital gown. Yeah. Yeah, you, there, there was nuts and everything. Really? <laughs> From behind. Oh. You, you know, it's not like you can prepare for that. You right. Know? I, uh, <laughs> but, but the two characters who found him in the hospital, like, oh man, those are shriveled coma nuts and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> They're just talking. You, you couldn't really. I suppose if we got right up on the TV, you could have actually seen it. I, you couldn't actually seen it, but you knew it was there. Right. But it was like, you know, he's in the hospital bed, you know, like when Rick wakes up. And they come in like, who are you? Say something. And then he falls out of the bed, and then you see it. You know, because it tells him. <laughs> oh, but the guy that, that did the, uh, who played the version of Rick, really, really hammed it up all all Rick style. Nice. Kept calling his son Carl, but his, his son's name was name Chris. Was Chris. <laughs> <laughs> did he do the Carl? Yes, Carl! Dad, I'm Chris. Whatever! <laughs> That's outstanding. <laughs> I saw the uh, the case for that at Walmart. I, I I was curious. I did pick it up and look at it. I'm like, what the hell? It's yeah. good. So it's basically like a zombie version of like not another teen movie. That yeah, kind of idea, sort of, but not with young vacuous actors and actresses. You know, I mean, it's it, it takes itself a little more seriously. You know, that's funny. Yeah. That might be worth a watch, then. It, it's worth it's on, watching. It's on Netflix, right? Yeah, I found it on Redbox. Redbox? Nice. I think it's on Netflix, too. I think I've come across that on Netflix once or twice. I'm going to be watching that tonight. It's, it's funny. It sounds it. It sounds interesting. Corbs, you look like you want to say something. Nope. Then what the hell are you <laughs> doing here? <laughs> well, I, I mean, I showed you that picture for that. I went out to the Turning Stone. Like I'll show you the picture again. Jesus Christ. Maybe. Look at your face. Like, what the we fuck? Went is to the Turning Stone. Like, what the fuck is he talking about? That's kind of exactly what was going through my mind there. You're a reader. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you didn't tell me that was from the Turning Stone. That's why I didn't understand what you were talking about. Oh, a Sons of Anarchy cigar? Yeah. Wow. So, went out to the Turning Stone with my uh, son and my ex. Because we were supposed to meet my mom out there for dinner. My sister was going out there for a wedding or something like that. So we went out and have dinner with my mom and do a little bit of gambling. But I play in a couple golf tournaments every year. And my buddy and I, as a, a gift to each other, we buy cigars. I buy it for one tournament and he'll buy it for another tournament. Well, I was out to the tournament and I was like, i got to look for some cigars. Because he smokes a certain type of cigar. Racist bastard. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but I was looking for the cigar he wants and he couldn't find it. But I stumbled across a box of the Sun's cigars and I was like, really? So I was like, I gotta, I gotta get these. So I was waiting for my ex to finish gambling or something like that. And I was trying to buy a couple of cigars. The girl couldn't get the case open at the smoke shop to get them out. Yeah, yeah she wasn't the, the brightest girl in the world. She tried though. So, but she, my ex kept calling me, like, where are you, where are you, where are you? And I was just like, just, just stop. I just, we'll be there in a second. <laughs> so finally she couldn't get the case open and she waited on a couple other people and I was like, I'll just I'll come back. Mm -hmm. So I went back last weekend and picked up two. 
So I haven't smoked them yet. I was telling Paul I'm not really sure I want to. I'm never going to keep them. But I figure if I, if I smoke it at the, the next tournament that we're in, I, it's my bottom four. If I like it, I'm going to pick up a case of, or a box of them. There's like 20, 20 cigars in a box for 90 bucks or something like that on the internet. Wow, that's almost as much as a carton of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that is as much as a carton of cigarettes. Right. But with that, with the box, you also get a Sons of Energy cigar cutter. Oh, the cutter? Yeah, nice. For free. So We found a free. Walking Dead lottery ticket. What? Yeah, they have right up here at Stewart's shop. I was going to get one for my uh, wife, but uh, you can't buy lotto tickets with a card. Nope. Apparently. Cannot so. buy, you cannot buy lottery. I need to have a lottery tickets on credit. Yeah, well, but here's the thing. So many people carry a card that's just their banking. That's what mine is. Yeah. It's a check card. I don't ever carry cash unless I need to give Paul money for a banner. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, yeah. so yeah, I tried to do that one day, too. Buy a couple of tickets. I was like, yeah, we can't do that. I'm like, well, what the fuck? I suppose it makes sense. They don't want somebody going in debt. Well, they should allow you to use a check card. Right. Yeah. Like, use a check card as a debit card. Like, they yeah. did it. The visa symbol, and if you use it as credit, then yeah, no. But if you're going to put your PIN number in, then that, that should be different. But thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> that was awful. Wow. <laughs> now I bet you're going to blame him for the mole on your staff. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> uh, well, I do have a, a game to talk about this week. Outstanding. Let's uh, do it. Well. This just, uh, it's been out for about a month. It took me a little while to actually pull the trigger and, and pay for it. It was a $5 game. It's from Electronic Arts. Uh, anybody familiar with the Hitman series? Yes. Okay. Uh, it's called Hitman Sniper, or they might actually call it Sniper Hitman. I'm not sure. Uh, regardless, it is a sniping game set in the Hitman world. Uh, this is definitely a top quality, um, you know, visually very slick, very impressive. Uh, some, some drawbacks. So far, there's one scene. Now, it's a massive scene of this fancy mansion with a, a house and all this stuff, and you're way back, and you can zoom in, and you can search all around. There's a, con, lots of different rooms. I mean, there's lots of stuff to look at, but it's still just one level, regardless. Now, they give you different missions, and you have to get this this kind of a score or kill that person, and every time you complete a mission, the person you shot the last time will be there in the next one, but you can shoot the, the previous targets for extra bonus points. But you've got to try to you know, like maybe shoot as many bad guys before they raise the alert, you know, use environmental things like, you know, set off a car alarm or something like that, or lure an enemy to a kill. Uh, there are uh, civilians there, too, and if you can startle a civilian, they'll run around trying to tell a guard, and then you shoot the guard that counts as a lure kill, because that civilian just keeps running around trying to find somebody to help, and you just keep killing the help every time. <laughs> uh, but it's it's a neat game. It's, it's something that... Uh, worth five dollars because it's clearly got a uh, it's not like a it's free to play I mean there are things you can buy but it, it doesn't seem like a cheap mobile game they, they put some real thought into it and if they're going to give it some updates then it's definitely really worth it I'm only up to the 10th level uh, but it's it's still a fantastic game if you're into that kind of thing if you like sniper shooting games uh, it, it may be the very best that's been made on a mobile platform so far that's Damn. It's, it's kind of like there's a whole little living world going on. Everybody's doing guards have their same roots. I mean, you could sit there and memorize the paths, and then you start trying to time yourself where you can take people out without them being seen. And sometimes you can take them out without even, uh, like, I had one where this, uh, I had shot this box, 
that's near this big ventilation fan. What I was going to do is I was going to, once the guard walked over, I was going to shoot it again and turn the fan on to blow him off the ledge because it's kind of on a mountain. But another guard had come along and he was up on the ledge up top and he had noticed that something happened and he was leaning on this glass wall. I shot the glass wall. The guard fell down, hit the guard underneath him and they both fell off the mountain. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. <laughs> so so I got a, a domino kill, a lured kill, and a disposed of the bodies kill. That's awesome. Nice. So lots of bonus points on that one. It's a neat game. I, I think you'd like it if you try it out. It sounds cool. It sounds like something I'd like to check out. Dr. Hugh, do you have a comic book rep- recommendation this week? I do have a comic book recommendation. Let's get right into those. Well, uh, I read, and it was actually last week's comic, but I finally got around to reading it. We Are Robin, number one. Now, are you familiar with this new series? I've heard of it, um, and I think I kind of, sort of, have the gist of it. Well, my recommendation isn't necessarily because it was an amazing comic, and more because it's an interesting premise, and I want to see what what they're going to do. Now, things are kind of in flux over in, in DC right now, especially in the Batman world. I don't know where... Robin is currently, except with some big furry thing that we talked about before. He's playing never-ending story somewhere. Um, what? Never mind. Last episode. Anyway, uh, so I, I'm guessing there's there's Batman's gone and Robin's gone in Gotham, except for you know Robo Batman, and so some kids, some street kids, and it, it seems like ones that have had contact with Batman or been saved by Batman or whatever have decided to costume up and try to protect the city. Now, this particular issue kind of focuses on one teen that the other Robins think they need to recruit. And, uh, you know, he has, you know, he's a troubled teen, but his heart's in a good place. You know the kind. And it, it basically, they, they try to, to track him down and say, hey, you know, come join us. Uh, at least that seems to be what they're, they're going for. The reason I recommend it is it's either going to be the start of a really cool idea in the DC Universe, or it's going to fall flat on its face by issue three. Uh, I mean, it's too early to tell. It was a decent enough issue. Uh, I'd like to see what they do. Uh, what I'd really like to see is if they're going to come up with all these, you know, a whole group of vigilante Robins and all this stuff, and then Batman comes back, I'd love to see him deal with that. He'd have to have, like, a bat nursery or something. <laughs> yeah, to take care of all the kids. But, uh, again, you know, DC's doing some exciting stuff um, right now, only in the fact that they've changed some characters in interesting ways and haven't screwed it up yet. Um, this is interesting. Uh, just to kind of go off, don't want to go too far with the recommendations, but the next issue of uh, Detective Comics, uh, and oh, no, it was Batman, and then Detective Comics 41 came out. Still focusing Commissioner Gordon in the, the Batsuit. Still is interesting. Still, I mean, d- doesn't feel gimmicky. Uh, same thing, uh, Action Comics 42 came out this week. Again, loving Superman for the first time ever. Still really, really good. So That's on my list. After the last episode, I did go back and read 41, and that was really cool. Yeah. I, I was digging it. It's. I gotta say, I'm not a fan of the whole jeans and t-shirt look still, but after yeah. reading it, it makes sense. Yeah. So, so yeah, I... Hey, definitely We Are Robin. Um, check it out, but still, all along, you know, check out what DC's doing here. Like, I'm not making any promises. I'm not a DC fanboy anymore, clearly. I don't know if I ever really was, but uh, it, if nothing else, it's not boring right now, and I feel like I want to see what happens next. I hear you. And that's kind of where I'm going with my recommendation as well. 
this is going to be odd because I've spent a lot of time pissing on this lately. Oh, God. But my recommendation is Green Lantern 42. What, are you trying to pull a, a Constantine like I did last time? No, actually, I forgot about it. But I, I recent developments have made it so I can broaden my horizons, horizons with reading again. And I decided to take a chance on Green Lantern again now that they've done this whole... Non-event? Yeah, quote-unquote reset that's not really a reset at all. Um, I like to call it a cash grab. <clears throat> but what they've done now is Hal Jordan is no longer a Green Lantern. But he is the main star of the Green Lantern title. He is using a prototype that was the precursor to the Green Lantern rings. It's this big ass mechanical gauntlet that can do basically what the rings can do. Um, he has basically made himself the scapegoat for everything bad that the Corps had done previously. So it looks like he's the guy. You know, he's, he's the bad guy in it. So he has disappeared. Well, Technically, all of the core have disappeared at this point, but that's for a different discussion. But he's now a solo agent, I guess you could say. He's kind of a, a mercenary, bounty hunter type of character with his own spaceship that he is named Darlene. He's got an AI on it that does not like him. The, <laughs> the ship taunts him, <laughs> like talk shit to him. <laughs> and, uh,. It's just a really cool cosmic adventure now. Really well thought out, well done. My only thing that I can complain about is Hale Jordan's haircut, I guess. Oh God. What's wrong with his hair? He has long hair now. Hale Jordan has shoulder length hair. He's wearing a trench coat and like a jumper. And Hale Jordan's a military man. He's been all the way back. Test pilot, kind of, clean-cut Air Force guy. That's my one hang-up on it as I look at him. I'm like, Hale Jordan would not grow his hair out because it's just not him. Now, my, our friends at Cloud City, you know, we had this discussion because that's what I do is I whine about fictional characters when I'm in the shop. And, and, and Josh pointed out that, you know, well, maybe if he's a man on the run, you know, that's exactly what he would do to change his appearance. I call bullshit. Yeah? Yeah. It's still Hell Jordan. doesn't have time to get a haircut. Well, how do any of these guys have time to well, get a haircut? Well, this gauntlet, if it's a precursor to the rings, it's probably not as powerful for the, to this, the rings, and maybe he just can't conjure up a pair of scissors. A pair of scissors out of it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can't quite get the mechanical parts to work. Right. right. And it's funny you say that, because there are points throughout the story where the gauntlet does not do what he wants it to do. So they are pointing at something like that already. Which... It's cool because, I mean, every, everyone that knows anything about this stuff, I was going to say everybody knows, but then I sound like Jack that I'm talking for everybody, that that's that's Hell Jordan's thing. He's the cocky guy. He's always got it under control. He knows what he's doing. Well, not so much with the, the gauntlet. It doesn't work for him. There's one point in the story where he creates this massive construct to kind of dissuade the bad guys, and it starts to go wrong, and he's literally yelling at the gauntlet. He's like, no! No, no, <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's it's really cool. I'll I'll have to 
loan it to you so you can check it out. Okay. Very good book. Um, going back to our new rating system that we debuted on the newest issue of Fist of Kanchu, and if you're not listening to it, shame on you. Um, I would have to say that this is a definite buy. Yeah? Yes. Well, I look forward to checking that out. I was going to ask you if you were going to check out a Green Lantern since they seem to be making so many big changes to all their lineup after Convergence. Uh, it's interesting, though. Is there anything that is actually Green Lantern in their lineup now? Like the cores? Or, I mean, yes. Not to get into detail. That, that's still there somewhere. Somewhere. And, and that's the whole point of the new core title. And core is in C-O-R-P, not core title. It's called Green Lantern The Lost Core. And they are somewhere. Like, I, I read that issue, too. I, I didn't want to the same way I didn't want to push too much into it but something has happened somewhere and they are all lost elsewhere I, I'm not sure where I, I wanted to say the negative zone but then I was like oh yeah that's Marvel <laughs> so, but it's it's a group of like five or six lanterns traveling with Krona who was the big bad from a lot of the Green Lantern stuff he was the 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 corrupt guardian. He's okay. the one that created the, the gauntlet that Hale is wearing. But this Krona is oblivious to whoever these people are. They don't know if he's a time anomaly or something. He knows nothing about them. So he's like a benevolent scientist at this point. With a really bad mustache still. <laughs> so I guess I could lump that in with my, you know, check that one out Sounds too. Sounds kind of like the plot to Star Trek Voyager. Really? Yeah. I was never much of a Trek guy, so that... You weren't, you weren't a Trekkie? No. Trekker. Trekker. Trekker, Trekkie. What's the difference? I've heard both... You know, I don't understand it either, actually, but um, apparently Star Trek fans, uh, the really hardcore ones, prefer to be called Trekkers. Uh, there was a point in time where I was a really hardcore Star Trek fan, and I preferred to call myself Hugh. Uh, <laughs> just because people understood that, but... Um, yeah, it, it's a thing, apparently. Um... I don't know. See, why can't it just be simple like Star Wars fans? That's just Star Wars fans, right? Yeah. We're not warries or warriors. We're all podwants. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> so what else have we got on the uh, the docket here, gentlemen and ladies? I believe that that ends my list of things that... Uh, oh, oh, never mind. I'll have to save it for next time. I was just going to, as part of my recommendation, I was going to say, uh, check out uh, Gods and Monsters, uh, Batman number one, uh, new digital comic ah, from DC. Yes. Um, I'm not quite sure I understand what's going on, because it's based off of Gods and Monsters is a uh, uh, direct-to-video movie that they just did, Bruce Tim and all those guys. And I haven't really looked into it. Uh, I get the impression that it's something about twisted bad guy versions of the Justice League or, or something. I don't know. Tomorrow wants um, to talk to you. Hold on. We're, we're being summoned by the Overlords. That disruption was brought to you by the Overlords and Carl! <laughs> Basically, uh, Paul, you have somebody working on your house doing something? I did, I did. They're... And he sent one of Paul's children down to knock on the door because he needed to ask Paul a question about said home improvement thingy. And uh, we apologize for that. We were talking about uh, Gods and Monsters Batman number one. Uh, basically, Gods and Monsters is some kind of twisted version of the Justice League. They're doing some offshoot digital comics, uh, probably because Injustice, Gods Among Us, has done so well. 
Oh, which is one of my favorites, actually. That's one of my must-reads every week. Uh, all I gotta say is, interesting world, this entire first issue, guess who doesn't show up in it? Batman. You're absolutely right. <laughs> the entire thing is about Kirk Langstrom, Man-Bat, who is now some kind of weird vampire thing. Uh, it, you know, this isn't an, a recommendation as much as a... I always like those out-of-continuity weird things because they can play with characters and do things they wouldn't normally be able to do. Not sure what this is going for, but for a, a comic that didn't feature Batman in even one scene, it was still pretty interesting. So I'm going to follow it and see where it leads. Uh, but I have a feeling that maybe this Gods and Monsters thing might be on par with uh, Injustice. Interesting. And they're going to be releasing... Uh, a few more titles going forward. I think there's Wonder Woman, uh, probably Superman, because there's always a Superman, and then just a regular uh, Justice League. So yeah. I'm excited to see where this leads. You know, that's weird. I feel like I'm reading as many DC titles as I am Marvel out of the blue all of a sudden. I know. I don't know what's happened. And we didn't even touch on Secret Wars. Not at all. <laughs> did you read Secret Wars 4, I think, came out this week? I did. I don't know if I remember it. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, I know I've read it. I'm not sure I can... Did you smoke a lot of the pot this week? I did not, and maybe I should have smoked in the pot. Uh, well, I thought Secret Wars 4 was... Again, it, it's, just a, it's a really good series. It's getting better. That's all that needs to be said. Go out. If you're not reading it, pick it up. Refresh me, because hopefully I can jump into the conversation on this. Um, Just more of uh, Doctor Strange uh, explaining to the heroes who are protected from all of this and that, that ship, you know, how Doom has basically created this world through his force of will and, and basically trying to instill in them that it doesn't matter how your what your old ways are like, you need to understand this truly is his world. He really is God here and he really did this through his force of will. And you can see one of, uh, there's a, a battle between uh, Doom and, is that, who is that guy? Was that, he looked kind of like Thanos but it wasn't Thanos, was it? Guy that tried to kill Doom. I'm trying issue. to remember. I really, I don't know why about this issue. I am completely drawing. Well, blank. it was one of the the cosmic uh, heroes because some of the the cosmic bad guys got on on a ship as well. The one that Spider Man was hiding on. Um, yeah. Uh, Miles Morales was hiding on. Well, they get in this big fight, and Doom like shows up to try to stop it, and he basically stops everyone in his tracks. And and I, I thought it, it looked like Thanos. It may have been Thanos I think because it was I know Thanos. he was there. Yeah, and Thanos is like you know making his costume melt and or his uh, fucking Doom all up, and then Doom's just like, um, yeah, bye bye. I mean, he's he's super 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 duper powerful, and it looks like he it kills Doctor Strange at the end of the issue. Um, maybe he just banished him somewhere else, but it's pretty clear that Doom really really is God in this this world because it really is all his will holding everything together and and I think that uh, Stephen Strange was trying to say to tell the heroes hey listen don't don't fall into your old ways because you can't this isn't a battle you can win and maybe this is a battle you shouldn't win because you have to forget what came before because it's gone this is what there is now and it's only here because Doom wills it to be let's let's take what we have right be lucky you have anything basically be lucky there's a universe left so yeah, um, really, really good. Again, um, I'm really beginning to think I didn't finish reading that issue. I'm thinking you didn't either. How does that happen? Put it in the pot. Well, I'm sure you didn't. <laughs> Did something interrupt you? Did something interrupt me from reading it? Probably. I mean, were, were you by the lake? It was pretty. <laughs> Did no, you no, find no, a mole no, on no, your no, staff no, or something? He, he was on the lake. I was on the lake. <laughs> and then I found the mole on my staff. I'll try to give her a Reed Richards. 
<laughs> now that we've tied everything back in together. Good yeah. morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my daughter just fell asleep. <laughs> we have that effect on people. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Thanks, Lana. Welcome. You know, at some point we're actually going to have to define what the Reed Richards is. Hopefully when my daughter's not in the room. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it a thing. Yeah, why we'll not? Thing. Why, why, why would I not know? Be because I, I already wonder if uh, it's questionable that I let you show up to these things anyway. I mean, regardless of what we talk about, putting you in the same room as these two, I, I <laughs> bad influence. I'm a bad on influence us. everybody. <laughs> there you go. Oh, oh, oh. So I'm a bad influence on them? <laughs> yeah. How so? Anyway. Well, I can say that until you came along, I didn't know what a shipping was. And I was perfectly okay living that way. <laughs> but you have to know. There's also something called strobing. Oh, this is new. What's that? Wait, that was with a B, right? Strobing. B. Right? <laughs> strobing. Okay. Because the other one I'm familiar yeah. with. <laughs> Whoa. Anyway, so what, what, what is this, this strobing you speak of? Um, it's a makeup thing where you oh, just, well. you just highlight. You know, you, you know so we really thought one was going to be sort of connected to the other. Oh, no. It's, it's this thing called talking and usually sentences that follow other sentences have some uh, reference to those sentences. Never N heard of it. Not so much. How are your grades in English class? Not good. <laughs> Pretty terrible. Okay, so let's move on from that. <laughs> yeah, 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 Lana. It, it, what you just said is kind of like, um, hey, there, <laughs> there, there, there are these things that you can store stuff in called boxes. I like cheeseburgers. That's what you just said. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Because purple, because aliens don't wear hats. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't they wear hats? Have you seen the size of their hats? <laughs> <laughs> I'll make them hats. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> You know why you can't see my hat? Why? Because it doesn't exist. <laughs> okay. So do we have anything else? Or have <laughs> <laughs> we gone up, the, gone up the deep end again? Oh, we have. There, there's a reason I'm over here giggling like an idiot, though. and Because uh, I have this queued up for the WTF file to, for this week. Okay. So, in Norway... They have started a new PSA ad. Um, they're they're trying to combat the increase in STDs over there. Increase. It, combat oh. the oh, increase. Oh. They're trying to increase STDs. Yes. <laughs> that would be terrible. Because they want to send people over to you know from Norway to Yesray, and eliminate the population. <laughs> <clears throat> so. <laughs> so they've they've created. <laughs> They've created a, a PSA in Norway produced by the Swedish Association for Sexuality Education, or the RFSU for short. This is definitely the best episode for you to sit on in on Lana. <laughs> um, the tagline for this PA, PSA is, Penis Can Surprise You. God. <laughs> I don't think he has anything to do with this. <laughs> uh, the spokesperson for the Involve ad agency behind the spot told The Mirror, The commercial is intended to highlight the fun and naughtiness of sex, though admittedly many over 30 thought the campaign was pointless and some went so far as to brand it banal and idiotic. Well, 
Banal? Banal. There was a Banal part of that, I yeah. guess. Now, as goofy as this video is, which I do intend to link to for the website, um, it aims to use a kind of message at 16 to 25 year olds. They're really not swayed by lecturing, blah, 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 blah. They say, you know, this is what's going to get truth through to these people. Now, the video shows people at a restaurant, four or five of them, hanging out talking. And through the door walks a giant penis. <laughs> which proceeds to bend over and shoot confetti out of the head. <laughs> I, uh, please hold so I can swing this around, hopefully, and Without we'll show it to everybody. Podcast. And now this is some riveting stuff you're going to hear right here as I move everything around. And give that a gander. <laughs> that is great. And to that, oh. I say, what the actual fuck? <laughs> as I as I understand it from the article involved, that is some poor nineteen year old man who is walking around being filmed in a giant penis <laughs> costume, ejaculating confetti all over innocent bystanders. A couple had sex on top of a Chipotle to um, promote gay rights. Why Chipotle? No clue. Why not? Cleans out your colon. <laughs> this is fantastic, by the way. I only went there once and it was awful. Oh, did you go to the one in Clay? I went to the one on Erie Boulevard. Oh, I can't attest to that one, but the one in Clay was delightful. Is it that much better than Moe's Southwest? I oh. do not like Moe's. Oh, really? Moe's. I mean, unless they become our sponsor, but then that's they're delightful as well. Oh, I love Moe's. So do I. Mo Mondays. Is that the I go on Tuesdays because kids eat free. Oh, see, on Mondays you can get a burrito. Well, it's five something now. Bur it used to yeah. be five dollars. Yeah, burrito for five dollars. Yeah, you get a burrito, drink and chips. But you can get any burrito with anything you want, and it's the same price. They should call it back out Mondays. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I think you know, that just about wraps it up for me. You, you know, you you really could have surprised us, not told me that you had a WTF file. You could have said, "I've got dick for the WTF." File. <laughs> <laughs> it, that would have worked. The too. impact would have been bigger. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, mega bite me, bitches. This has been a Geek Pod Network production. If you're enjoying us, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and follow us everywhere. On Twitter, at GeekPod, G33KPOD. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash geekpod. Want to get in touch with us? Email us at contribute at geekpod.com.